0: here's the thing. Would you actually eat the five oranges that are going into your juice? Well, probably not. You probably have one orange. I'd rather you eat the orange and get the benefit of the fiber. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast, It's called Recipes for Your Best Life, and with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life, and for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me, and let's squeeze the joy out of this life, because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Maybe one of the most underrated aspects of health is hydration, water. I mean, you can live without food for weeks, but without water, your system would shut down within just a few days. I think we have to constantly remind ourselves just how important pure water is to our success in not only maintaining a healthy weight, and vibrancy, but keeping the system flowing if you know what I mean. So think about it this way. The human body is more than 60% water. Your blood is 92% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water. And even your bones, your bones are about 22% water. So if you're not drinking enough water, clear liquids every single day, there's a really good chance your body is not functioning the way it's supposed to. And if you have felt a little foggy, maybe you haven't had the easiest time going to the bathroom and eliminating. Maybe you felt a little run down, groggy, your digestion is off. It could very well be that you're dehydrated. And a lot of the times our body kind of tricks us into thinking it's hungry when it's actually thirsty. Every metabolic function our cells perform requires hydration. It's that important. Just me sitting here talking to you today and you listening is requiring hydration. That sense of feeling hungry that can your body just fooling you into thinking you're hungry when you're actually dehydrated can create a lot of problems. You know, we often hear that people, you know, I'll often hear people complain, well, you know, I eat regularly and I'm doing everything that you're saying that I should be doing, but I'm still not losing weight or I'm still feeling groggy or out of sorts, it very well usually points to lack of water. It's almost the common denominator in everybody that I counsel, is they are not getting enough. So what is enough water? Well, I have a rule of thumb, and this is something that I think we can all achieve, but it's just being conscientious of it. So take your body weight and cut it in half. That's how many ounces of water or unsweetened tea or clear liquids we should try to strive and drink every single day. So for example, if you weigh 200 pounds, try and go for 100 ounces per day of water clear liquids. That's about 12 8-ounce cups. And if that sounds like a lot, let me kind of break it down in a way that can be really manageable. If you find a water bottle that is 60 ounces, for example, then you know you wanna try and drink maybe one and a half of those um, or two even. So try and find a bottle that makes it easy to do the math and then you can just have that conveniently next to your desk when you're working or in the car. I know I like to have a water bottle always next to me when I'm driving because I live in LA and it's nine times out of 10 chance that I'm gonna be in my car. So keep it where you are and also make sure that you keep water next to you when you're working. You know, it's very easy to get caught up in work and just kind of get through the day and go, wow, I didn't even get a chance to take a break or just pound the coffee instead of water um, but having that water bottle next to you will encourage you to drink more. I know it's very much preference, but I personally like a bottle that has a little spout, you know, a nozzle that I can drink out of, versus just drinking out of a cup. I tend to guzzle it more, or one that has a straw. I'll, I'll, I'll much tend to drink more of that than I would if I'm just drinking out of a cup. If you're the same way, I would suggest that you find that bottle that makes it easy for you to guzzle more water. Keeping your system from getting clogged up with lots of pure water will also help you to have fewer cravings. It'll encourage better digestion. But let's be clear that a lot of people feel like water is boring, and I get it. I get it. Sometimes you're just like, well, I really want to drink something that's got more flavor. Well, it's so easy these days to flavor water with fresh herbs. You can add cucumber and mint, or you can add a little bit of basil and strawberry. They love to have a mixture of those fruits and and herbs at the same time, or veggies. It just makes it a little bit more palatable. And certainly lime, lemon, some orange, grapefruit, that can be a really easy way to add flavor to. But keep it flavorful. You know, Some a hack that I like is I'll take an ice cube tray and I'll fill it with some fresh herbs. That way the herbs don't go bad and end up in the trash. But fill it with some fresh herbs, some fruit, and make ice cubes out of it. So it adds flavor and a little color to your glass and just makes a little, feel a little more extra, a little more special. You can even use sparkling water for those cubes. So you give your regular drinking water a little bit of a fizz, but add that color and flavor to it at the same time. Another thing that I like to do, and I am a big advocate, is unfiltered apple cider vinegar with my water. Now, there are a lot of benefits to drinking raw apple cider vinegar, the raw kind, the kind that's unfiltered, that you can't see through, that's got the mother in there. It's so good for so many things. And I generally add a teaspoon or so to every five to six ounces of water. You can build up as it becomes more palatable to you. And if you really find it very sour and abrasive, You can add a couple of drops of stevia, perhaps, or maybe add those herbs in there, a little fruit. But over time, you'll actually start to crave it. That's what happened with me. I started drinking just a, a little teaspoon, and then I got to the point where I could add a tablespoon to eight ounces of water and actually crave it and love it. And let me give you some of the benefits over time that have been associated with raw apple cider vinegar. It's it's really been used for thousands of years. It was used initially to address health problems and promote weight control. And the truth is by drinking or eating something that is sour or bitter, you tend to satiate your body's desire and a desire to avoid sweets and other things that kind of sabotage our cravings. Hippocrates, who is very much considered the father of modern medicine, used to recommend apple cider vinegar for joint pain and digestive distress and blood disorders. Even the ancient Egyptians used it for weight loss. Them are my people, y'all. Um, <laughs> on the forefront of everything, I might add. Weight loss and as a digestive aid and to help you feel fuller faster. And there are even studies that show that drinking apple cider vinegar, the raw kind, can help to prevent the spiking of insulin production, which can be very helpful for diabetics and managing your blood sugar. In fact, there are also studies that show that when we have raw apple cider vinegar in our water or taken as a supplement, it can help us digest carbohydrates up to 30% more efficiently. Why is that important? Well, digestion is everything. Food in, food out. So if it's helping you with digesting and breaking down the food, then that is a really big bonus and certainly a help for all other aspects of your health. So this is not a new thing. It may have gotten popular over the last several years, but it certainly isn't a new thing. And I tend to gravitate towards the Bragg's product. If you have not used it, you can find a link in the show notes. It's Bragg's and it's an unfiltered apple cider vinegar. It's been around on the market forever and ever. And I think the flavor is great. The health benefits are amazing. And if you just create that practice of adding it in, you could even make ice cubes out of it, by the way, and use that as your ice cube additive to your water. That is something that you can turn to as well. Now, let's talk a little bit about water in general, and when you should drink cold water versus room temperature water. Now, this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but it's pretty important when you talk about digestion. A lot of people will slam down water or soda or something cold while they're eating, and it's one of the worst things that we can do. Let let me just give you an analogy. Imagine this. What happens to fat when it's cold? It gets hard, right? It literally becomes solid. If you've ever seen coconut oil or butter or bacon grease, when it's solidified, it's just like a block. It turns into solid. And so when you when you add cold water into your digestion as you're eating, it's literally slowing down the processing of those fats. And other foods that you're eating. So to promote digestion, I recommend drinking something warm with your food. You can drink warm tea, just like it's been done in so many other cultures, especially in Asian cultures where drinking tea or drinking a hot soup is part of the meal That's something that you can do. You can even just do warm water with lemon. And then drink that super cold water with ice to speed up your metabolism during off-eating periods. In between meals, you can just go crazy on the ice. But during your meals, try and do the room temperature or warm tea and water instead. It really does make a difference. And you'll feel that as you are exploring these different little tricks that help you with your digestion and help you boost your metabolism. Now, what do I think about juices and other drinks like energy drinks? Well, here's the truth, okay? There's nothing wrong with a green juice. Getting your vegetables in and getting a lot of different things like maybe juicing kale and spinach and celery and you know, even tomatoes and things like that are not a bad thing. When you do a little bit of tomato, for example, to make some of those other vegetables a little bit more palatable, I don't have a problem with that. The problem comes in when we add too much sugar from fruit into our juices. And that's really what can sabotage the health of an otherwise, you know, really decent part of your everyday existence. Here's the thing, would you actually eat the five oranges that are going into your juice? Well, probably not, you probably have one orange. I'd rather you eat the orange and get the benefit of the fiber, okay? When you end up putting too much fruit in your drink, You get too much sugar, even something like celery. Okay, if you're juicing a lot of celery, yes, when you eat it, there's not much nutrient uh, impact, but when you juice it, you're not getting the benefit of the fiber. You're getting rid of all the fiber and the fiber is what makes you feel full. So you would normally eat a lot less than you would drink. I personally like the idea of getting your enzymes, your natural enzymes. So by chewing the food, you're going to release saliva, which tells your body to trigger metabolism, and it's a much more effective way to burn fat and burn calories. So do I recommend drinking your calories? No, never. It's something that you can have as an occasional treat, but it's not something that I would turn to every single day. If you're looking for something to switch it up, I would definitely defer to the herbs, defer to a little bit of fruit to flavor your water, Um, the apple cider vinegar, maybe a green juice every once in a while, but not for a smoothie to become part of your everyday where there's a lot of calories and there's a lot of sugar being added from the fruit too. Now, how about energy drinks? Well, just look at the nutrition label. That's what I'm gonna say. If you look at some of the popular energy drinks on the market and ones that even tout themselves as being healthy, you might be blown away. Just look at what is listed first. If you're seeing high fructose corn syrup or you're seeing some form of sugar or you're seeing artificial ingredients and flavors and colors, it's time to steer clear. A little bit of coconut water perhaps as an electrolyte replacement not a bad thing. Um, and especially if you're getting coconut water that doesn't have any sugar or anything added to it, even better. But it's really important to check the nutrients, check the ingredient label, see what else is in there. Don't just trust the marketing claim. <laughs> if, if we were all subject to that, we'd still be smoking and, you know, giving kids Pepsi to to aid with their digestion. I mean, it's crazy some of the marketing claims that have been put on packages over the decades and the centuries, but when you know better, you do better. And part of that is just educating yourself. And one of the things that I would highly recommend you consider adding into your everyday is green tea. Tea is a tradition in countries around the world and for good reason. You know, looking at the research, you might even think this little green leaf could save the world. Certainly, it can do a lot to save your health. Green tea is linked to fighting cancer and heart disease, lowering cholesterol, burning fat, preventing diabetes and stroke, staving off dementia, just to name a few. And green tea contains a variety of enzymes, amino acids, carbohydrates, lipids, sterols, polyphenols, carotenoids, tocopherols, and the list goes on and on that are all great for your body. So think about creating an afternoon ritual for yourself. And it's a great opportunity to just get mindful either in the morning or the afternoon when you need a break. Have a nice cup of green tea. You might even consider matcha tea, which is Uh, something that I've included in my trend reports in the past. Matcha is showing up as a flavor for a lot of different things. If you haven't tried it already, it can be a little bit on the bitter side, but it's because they use the whole leaf. So you really get a lot of benefits from matcha. And it's a wonderful superfood. But create that little tradition where you take a breather, maybe... It's a chance to step away from your desk at work or just to take a minute to be grateful and mindful of everything that's going on around you. In 2020, there are three things that top the list for Americans in their pursuit of better living. Three resolutions. You can probably guess the first one, it's to lose weight. It always is, to eat better. Number two is to save money or make more money. And number three is to be more mindful and more present. So it's a great way to do all of those. You can bring your green tea with you to work or have some at home instead of going out for it. And I've got some links to some of my favorite green teas and other drinks here in the show notes for you to grab. So I hope this was helpful just as important as eating and staying active and having a great mindset and all of those things, sleeping, all those things that we know contribute to good health, hydration ranks maybe at the top of that list, even above food, because we need it more than anything to survive. So if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling run down, if you your digestion's taking a beating for all those things, it's even more important to focus on what you drink. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you have a favorite drink. And hey, if this was helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Just message me at eatcleaner.com. And here's to an amazing 2020 ahead. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag, R-F-Y-B-L for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.